This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Because you You think it's really that bad, Sarah? It's not actually him singing. Oh, well, 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 you told me this was Tiger King. It is. It's him, but he's like so auto-tuned and all of that. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. It's not really how he sounds. Because when you told me Tiger King had a song, I thought, oh. Album. Oh, really? <laughs> look it up, yeah. That's not as bad as I was expecting. No, he's a, he's a decent singer, but it makes me laugh. It's so... <laughs> Are you uh, all charged up for the new Tiger King? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. See, I tried watching the first one, and I got like three or four into it, and I was like, I just, I can't do it anymore. You got to make it over those, because the end is so good. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I know how big of a phenomenon Tiger King was, and how crazy people were about it. Were you like, did you binge the whole thing? Yeah, twice. What? It's so good. See, and I like train wreck television. I like people out of control. That's my favorite thing, but that one didn't hook me. Well, and it's like true crime mixed in there, (laughs) because... My opinion, Carol Baskin totally murdered her husband. A lot of people think that. Yeah, yeah and that at the end it just confirms it for me. So you got to keep watching. Now this new li- li- Tiger King, <laughs> Lion King. This new Tiger King. Um, it's not. Well, those people are in jail, or some of them are dead. Exotics in jail. Yeah. And I don't think Carol Baskin's going to be on because I'm pretty sure her lawyers told her not to. She's not allowed to do it, so it's going to be different. But uh, it's going to be big. Maybe we'll see how it goes. But yeah, Tiger King is on its way back. Uh, you've heard of Tiger King. The Netflix series was just ridiculously successful when the first season came out. We don't know what the second season will bring. Might be a bust, might be even better. Who knows? But you know it's going to have an eager, avid audience that just can't wait. People curious to find out what comes next in the Tiger King saga. Now, this is going to be fun. We're going to chat now with Madeline Steiner who is a postdoctoral fellow of history at the University of South Carolina. Uh, Madeline, thank you for taking some time for us today. I appreciate you joining us. Hi. Uh, great to be here. Now, when I was reading, getting ready to do this interview, you, you mentioned in the piece that you wrote that you study 19th century showmen. That stopped me. That sounds like the greatest job in the world. Is that really you, your focus is on 19th century showmen? Uh, yes, yes. I, I wrote my dissertation about the <laughs> development of the entertainment industry in the U.S., and I argue that circuses were what. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. 
At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Started it all. Interesting. Now, and the other interesting aspect to this is when you take a look at what's going on with Tiger King and the phenomenon that it became, there's a lot of parallels between these Tiger Kings and not just Tiger King, but big cat entertainers across the board and what you were seeing in, you know, 1800s circus entertainers, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, When I was watching the show last year, when everyone was in quarantine, that was what really struck me was um, how similar a lot of the things going on with Joe Exotic and all of the crazy cat people today uh, really reminded me of what I had been seeing in the archives. And in what way? What, what, what parallels did you identify? I mean, obviously the involvement of big cats, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Big cats were uh, a huge draw in the 19th century as well, um, especially at that point when it was difficult for people to you know, go to zoos. Um, if the circus came to your small town, you'd be able to see big cats. And so the animals were a huge draw for people. And I think that's um, you know, still true today as we see that Joe Exotic and Doc Antle and the other people in Tiger King had ready audiences for their little roadside zoos. And, you know, and, and that's a whole community, too, right? Like, there's the, the, the fight that we saw between these different big cat people on Tiger King. Those fights, you also saw that happening way back when, when this industry was emerging. I did, yes. Um, the, the fight between Joe Exotic and, and Carol Baskin doesn't seem to be uh, a brand new thing. <laughs> My guys were feuding with one another just as well. Um, there was one story I found in my research of um, a showman claiming that his rival circus company literally burned a bridge to prevent his show from getting to their gig on time. Unbelievable. And the other thing I found really interesting is there's a lot of PR that goes on to this because there's some recognition um, that, okay, not a lot of people are happy with these big animals being used for entertainment purposes. So they always try and put a bit of a spin, right? No, it's about education. Oh, exactly. Um, When you watch Tiger King, you hear them say that several times. You know, we are uh, not just about entertainment. We're not exploiting the animals. We are educating the public and getting them interested in these animals, all for conservation of these wild species. And, you know, there's uh, maybe some debatable uh, authenticity to those claims, (laughs) but that's something that uh, people have been doing since, you know, zoos and circuses and other animal acts have been in the United States. Um, believe it or not, in the 19th century, uh, the circus wasn't necessarily a family-friendly form of entertainment. Oh, really? Out. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that stereotype of kind of the shady carny. Yeah. Um, that was very much uh, in play until people like P.T. Barnum um, came around in the late 1800s. Um, And one of the ways they expanded their audiences was by claiming that part of what their business was doing was educating the public. Um, (laughs) They claimed that, you know, their circuses were just as good as natural history museums and zoos. Um, Sometimes they called their animal keepers professors um, (laughs) to try and make it seem 
like a respectable thing. So are you uh are you all charged up about the new Tiger King too? Are you very excited? Uh I am. I've actually uh been watching uh, a couple of the episodes and it fills in a lot of gaps from the first season okay. and I like that. Excellent. Madeline, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you joining us. Of course. Thank you. That's Madeline Steiner, who is a postdoctoral fellow of history at the University of South Carolina. And, you know, there's another one of those jobs. Her job is studying, or she did her dissertation at least, on 19th century showmen.